Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tess of Wrestling.com, joined by the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Trevor Murdoch. Trevor, how you doing today? Good, bud. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time today. We are not too far away here from NWA 74, August 27th and 28th here. One of the NWA's biggest shows of the, shows of the year. It's the anniversary show. And I guess to, just to start to dive right in, I say the NWA, I mean, to many, many wrestling fans that has so much uh, history, lineage, legacy of the NWA dating back decades here. Now, you are in your second reign as the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, what does that mean to you to be able to say that at this point in time, to be able to be the kind of face of the company here carrying the world title? Well, it's definitely kind of put a stamp on my career and kind of proven to everybody that I'm not a one-shot wonder um, and that I'm I'm here to to definitely stay for a while. Um, I, it's always been a dream for me to be NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And the fact that I'm able to uh, start from the bottom of NWA and work my way up all the way up to, you know, to Nick Aldis um, says a lot for what I've done. And, um, you know, being World Heavyweight Champion, probably the, it is the most important thing I've done in pro wrestling. How would you compare, uh, you know, as I mentioned a minute ago, two reigns here. The first time you beat Nick Aldis, the second time, quite different here. Matt Cardona got stripped of the title due to injury. Uh, the title was stripped from him. And then you won the title at, uh, at the Always Ready event in June. Uh, what, how do you kind of compare? Those are, they're both really big moments, but obviously they're both great moments of, of triumph for you. But uh, well, those different kind of uh, situations there, uh, how do you kind of compare them? Uh, what what felt different about them in your mind as, as the champion that, that kind of coming out of it? The first time I won the world title, it was it felt more like for Harley. It felt more for, like for my family and for St. Louis. And um, I had worked so hard and had we had some, Nick and I had such a long story leading into that that it felt more like it was for everybody else. Whereas this title reign, uh, this, this, this feels, this is mine, you know, and this is me. Um, I worked hard for it and yeah, it sucks that, that Matt <clears throat> got hurt and ended up having to relinquish the title to, to put into the tournament. Um, but with that being said, I've been telling anybody and everybody that's asked now that Matt's healed, uh, I, I'm, I'm over here wa waving my hand, man. I'm more than welcome to give you that rematch you want back. I, I actually, I welcome it. I want it. I, come on, come get it, Matt. I'm, I am ready. Uh, I want my W back or at the very least an opportunity. You bring it up. So might as well go, go with that. Uh, obviously Macedonia, he was the one that ended your first reign back at, uh, power trip back in February. Uh, and now you, you got the title back. And you, you just put it out there that now that he is healed, he's been at sideline for a bit now with a torn bicep. And he's coming back to the ring here at NWA 74. And we, he's already made it very clear that he, is, that he does want a rematch. Uh, so getting back to what you, what you lost out to him now, uh, we can potentially look forward to a rematch. Like we've got this kind of really interesting feud building here. Wasn't like working with, with Macadona. Uh, or your, your kind of thoughts on this rivalry up, up to this point, as you, as you just mentioned, uh, potentially facing him at some point now that he's healed up. Um, Matt, Matt's an egomaniac. He's one hell of a wrestler, but he's also an egomaniac. Um, but in a lot of ways, like him and I are similar in the fact that we both left WWE and kind of want to prove to the world that we don't need them and that we can go out and, and get over on our own merit. Um, Matt is, is a guy that, you know, when he won the world title, he won it fair and square. I mean, other than bouncing my head off the pavement, but you know, things happen in pro wrestling. Um, Matt has went out and, and worked his ass off to get over when, when the powers to be were telling him that he wasn't over. 
So you have to respect that guy, but uh, also Matt's an opportunist, and uh, he's going to look for every opportunity he can to uh, sneak in and and maybe win the world title again. I mean, you bring it up because you do have that kind of common background of being in WWE. We are here to talk about NWA, and we will obviously talk much more about it. They bring it up, and obviously a lot is happening in WWE these days. And specifically as related to you, uh, part of your career there in WWE was working with DX, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H. Now, all that is later, Triple H is the head of creative there. Shawn Michaels is very much uh, leading the charge of NXT, the kind of this one-two punch there. And we are already seeing these changes of how they're kind of presenting the product. As something that kind of worked with them, even though it was you know, all those years ago. Uh, did you get any sense of like their approach to the business? We already seen it's pretty progressive. Like, or what do you kind of get a read on them uh, when you're working um, with them back then? You, you know, those guys, quote unquote, were old school guys too. You know what I mean? And they believe in storytelling and they believe in the actual, uh, you know, pro wrestling of pro wrestling. Um, we're never going to get away from the entertainment end of it. That's just, you know, it's just inbred and it's part of, uh, of wrestling all over. Um, but I think with those guys up there, you're going to have a whole lot more continuity to your storylines. You're going to have, uh, you know, it's already the fact that guys can say the word wrestling on TV, which is, which is crazy that we even got to have, you know, have that conversation because we're talking about a wrestling company, but, um, <clears throat> Yeah, you're, I think, you know, WWE, um, you're going to see a lot of changes up there, and I think it's going to be all for the benefit for us fans because we're going to get back to what we love, and that's, you know, storytelling, some long-term uh, characters that we can kind of go along with and, and kind of learn, uh, kind of ride with them as they elevate. You know what I mean? So I, I think all, all around it's going to be a great, great, great opportunity for those guys, but also we're going to see some great wrestling. You mentioned the great, uh, the great storytelling. You mentioned the great wrestling. We've already gotten to see a lot of that here in, in year round with the NWA all throughout. You mentioned you started at the bottom. Got, uh, you reached up the, the mountaintop, got the, the title last year, lost to Macedonia, and they got it back. Uh, obviously, it's been a great ride so far, and we're, we're very much looking forward to seeing what happens next year. Uh, but just to take a bit of a, a bit of an aside, you know, to look back on uh, the story you've had so far, what are some of the matches you've had that kind of really stand out to you? Uh, kind of looking back on it, whether it's you know the really shows who you are as a wrestler or the mean a lot to you, uh, however you want to take it. So the matches that really kind of stand out to you so far in, in your NWA career to this point. Um, well, we'll start off with the very first one with Ricky Starks. Ricky and I went out there and, and we had an amazing match, and that was kind of like my first match back in front of a large audience in a while. And uh, they kind of gave me the confidence to uh, realize that I could continue to come back and continue and, and not really walk away from the business. Um, obviously the match that uh, I had the two, three matches I had with Nick Aldis leading to the chase and into the chase. And um, I really enjoyed working with uh, question mark. Uh, if he, he was a guy that was really uh, creative in the ring and really <clears throat> he had to, you had to think when you wrestled, a guy like that, which for me was challenging, um, in that, in the aspect of it was, uh, you had to work around certain things, but then you had to be a little bit lenient on other things. It, it, it made wrestling fun again. So anything with question mark, um, and anything with Tom Latimer, um, when Tom Latimer and I step into the ring, uh, there's a certain amount of animosity between both of us, stubbornness, chip on our shoulders. I don't know. It's, we're constantly trying to one up each other and who can, who can hurt the other one the most, uh, which obviously uh, is a good, op good thing for the fans. They get to see that. 
So uh, I've had a lot of great moments in the NWA. I'm, I'm doing some of my best work I've ever done in pro wrestling in the NWA, obviously being world champion and everything. But, you know, this is in my I'm finally I finally found a company and a promoter that's willing to at the least, you know, listen to me and, and give me an opportunity to fail. That's all I've ever wanted in, in pro wrestling. And then it's like even when I was with WWE, like, give me the ball. And if I fail, I fail. At least I can walk away. No, hey, you know, I failed. But, you know, give me the opportunity. And that's what Billy Corgan's done. He's hasn't, you know, paved the way in gold for me and, and made things easy for me. He's just given me an opportunity. And I obviously so far haven't failed. Certainly not doing great as the, the two-time champion here. Now we are, as I said, uh, not too far away from NWA 74. You mentioned Nick Aldis. At first, you were going to face Nick Aldis. Uh, yet he won the right to, uh, to the challenge for the title. Things went a little sideways. Billy Corgan decided, uh, took him out of the match, and then Tyrus was put in there. Uh, so that's kind of a, a two-pronged question. Any thoughts on Nick Aldis getting removed from that match? And also, now you've got this, this new uh, clash with Tyrus here uh, to, to prepare for, for the pay-per-view. What's um what's going on with Nick and Billy? I, I'll be absolutely honest with you. I pay no attention to it. I give it no energy. Um, not that it's not important, but I'm solely focused on taking care of Trevor and, and what's going on with me. Um, you know, those guys want to go publicly and, and take verbal shots at each other. That's that's great. Um it pay it, it really honestly didn't matter who you put in front of me at 74. It, it they're all coming for what I've got. And uh, so it, it didn't matter until until Billy uh, obviously put Tyrus in there. I, I, I kind of uh, didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I It was a swerve for me for him to put Tyrus in there. Uh, Tyrus is a mountain of a man. He's in the company currently undefeated. He's 6'8", 6'9", 400, four, a little under 400 pounds, um, a mountain of a man. Uh, he has shown nothing but, but aggression and meanness. And, and I, I don't particularly, uh, I don't think he's truly been tested yet. I'm, I believe I'm his biggest test and he certainly is going to be my biggest test at 74. Um, we're not going to go out there and, uh, it's not going to be your, your technical, your technical master mat, you know, master match. It's not going to be a high flying match. It's going to be two guys going in there and beating the shit out of each other to see, who can, who can last the longest? You know what I mean? And that's, that's a hoss fight and everybody wins in that one. That's very true. That's very true. Now, if we looked at like, 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 like it was a football game, what would you say are kind of the, the, the strengths and weaknesses as you look at Tyrus, maybe as an opponent here, as kind of getting, gearing up for this match? Um, well, what's going like, you know, like I said before, I don't think Tyrus has really been tested yet. So I'm going to go in there and I'm, it would be easy for me to to work his legs and take his legs out from under him, but I think he's smart enough to know that that's one of his weaknesses, and he's been working on him. But I don't I don't think he's ever been hit like I like I hit people. I don't think, and and I'm not talking one punch. I'm talking punches and bunches. Um, I I am I am not afraid to take a shot to give one, and and I don't think he's he's ever been in the ring with somebody like me. Um. Not to mention, he wants to take the one thing away from me that means the most, and that's the world's heavyweight title. I just got that, you know, pardon my language, I just got that motherfucker back. Like, that's, you know what I mean? And um, I, I have no, 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 no intentions at all to give it back anytime, give it up anytime soon. 
let's assume that we get to the NWA 74, you're still a champion. NWA has a very, uh, a, lot, a lot of depth on the roster, a lot of potential opponents that kind of are lying in wait here. I mentioned Cardona a minute ago, and there are other contenders as well. Uh, so, again, another maybe a two-pound question. One, uh, as you look at the roster here, maybe are there, is there anyone that's on, that's standing out to you as maybe uh, that you'd want to face that have you gotten to face yet? And two, uh, I remember I saw another interview you did recently, and you named Eddie Kingston as someone you might be interested in facing if that opportunity came about. So I just wanted you to see, uh, get, gather your thoughts on that. Um, in, within the company, obviously, you know, Nick Aldis is always a challenger. Um, I just finished having a match with Pope and, and he was able to, to go toe to toe with me. So obviously he, you could throw him in the championship, um, conversation. Another person that I think that I've got to keep my eye on and I have been, and, and I've talked about him earlier was Tom Latimer. Uh, that, that dude's got a vicious streak behind him and, um, not to mention, you know, his, his wife is the current NWA world heavyweight champion. So I'm sure they would like to become the, uh, the new power couple at some point. So I'm keeping my eye on, on him for sure. Um, the, <clears throat> the idea, the other question, the answer to the other question with Eddie Kingston, um, the reason why I brought up Eddie Kingston is because Eddie's, uh, one of those guys that you, you know, 100% for sure will go out there and do whatever he can to win, especially if the prize is rich enough. Um, and I can, I have a lot of respect for that kind of mentality because I'm, I sure as hell am going to do the same thing. Um, so I think him and I hooking it up could probably, we probably have one hell of a match. Um, and I may be setting my, my own self up for, for, for failure and setting my opponent up for, you know, my, the next champion up. But at the very least, I know if I would lose to a guy like Eddie Kingston, I'd know that he would take that world title and represent it to his highest ability, you know, the highest ability, his highest ability. Maybe even to see that match would be very, very cool. Obviously, you know, Eddie's doing great things in AW. You're doing great things in NWA here as the champion. I mean, that's just a more of a general rule here. The champion is often the face of the company and they're kind of the one people look to to kind of to lead the company moving forward here. We've seen the NWA make a lot of progress, grow a lot here uh, since uh, really, let's say, the beginning of even just the beginning of power in 2019. And that was roughly when, when you came into the company. Now, here we are in 2022. And again, you're a two time champion. And you mentioned earlier that your first title reign kind of like, you know, that maybe solidified, you know, that was for Highway, that really kind of made you a world champion. Now this was this one's for you, a two-time champion. But when you look at it, what are your goals kind of moving forward here? Uh, I guess maybe either or or both individually and for the end of your way, because again, as a champion, uh, you kind of looked at as that person and kind of leading the charge in that sense. Um, for the company, I, I just obviously I want it to grow. I want us to go out and reach out not only to um, larger markets, but I'd like to work with other wrestling companies. It really, it's a really exciting time in pro wrestling. And I, I think we're at a point where if we can work out the business end of it, we can all kind of make some special moments happen between some companies. So I would I would definitely like to, to expand in that market as well, too. Um, for myself, I just want large I want, I want grander opponents i you know if i get through tyrus i want to you know i want somebody you know bigger than tyrus if i get through that person i just want to continue to go up that ladder and prove to the world that i deserve to be in the spot i am when <clears throat> when you're the world's heavyweight champion one thing that nobody talks about is i'm constantly being subjected to be proving myself every single time every night i go out that out to that ring i have to prove that i'm the best of the best and and i'm completely okay with that i can handle that pressure um, 22 years of experience has helped me out with that. 
but that's something that's constantly on my mind. And if I'm going to go out there and be the best, I got to wrestle the best. So I, I want, I want better opponents, um, more and more and more and more and more. <laughs> you mentioned working with companies here. And I think in maybe in some ways being a world champion may open the door, the door to that in a way, because you're a champion. There's, there's some, uh, you know, there's something captivating about having a world champion, you know, cross through the quote unquote written door, go elsewhere. You already mentioned Eddie Kingston earlier. Is there anyone else that's kind of on your list that in, in a perfect world, the business would work out and, and you get to face them and from, I mean, any number of companies here that we see work together, but if you, if you're up to you, if you could, as there anyone that you really would like to face kind of outside of the realm of the NWA? I, um, I have a strong connection with Noah pro wrestling in Japan. And, uh, there were a lot of guys that I had a chance to wrestle over there as a young, as a young boy and a, and a greenhorn pro wrestler that I would really, really like to tangle with now. Um, Mara Fuji is, is one and Kenta is another one. Um, you want to talk about two guys that will go out there and give every ounce of themselves to win. Uh, those two guys represent that to the fullest. Um, I would, I would really, plus they, they also, I know how much respect and love they have for the NWA. So I would really like to hook it up with, with either of those two guys. Those would be also very cool matches to see. Hopefully, again, we'll see. Oh, we, in general, we've seen a lot of companies do. Hopefully, and we will continue to work with other companies as it already has. So those are things we could definitely look forward to here. We're going to also look forward to NWA 74, August 27th and 28th. We're talking about match with Tyrus, but you know, one final match for the fans here. Uh, why should fans tune in uh, to NWA 74? And specifically, what can we look forward to seeing in, in your match with Tyrus? Um, NWA 74 is, is, I guess, quote unquote, like our WrestleMania. Uh, for the year. So you, every single match that steps out there is going to go out there and go above and beyond to try to, you know, blow the roof off the place, which is great for the fans because that one match will try to top the next match, try to top the next match, which of course will end with me. And I've got to try to top all that shit. So it's uh, which means, you know, we're willing to go out there. We're going to go out there and do everything we can. And, and usually ends up meaning that we're going to put our bodies on the line to not only entertain the fans, but get our, you know, get the W. Um, what you're going to see between Tyrus and I at 74 are two grown ass men that, that love the NWA, you know, the, the world's heavyweight title that want to be on top of the mountain, uh, go out there and test each other and see who really is the, the toughest of the toughest. That's what you're going to see. And uh, I, if I know Tyrus, he's probably been training his ass off. And he's going to make sure he comes in as hundred, as close to a hundred percent as possible. And I'm doing the same thing. Uh, we, we both want to be on top of the mountain. So uh, we're going to go out there at 74 and leave it all out in the ring. Very much on the board. Seeing that at NWA 74, again, August 27th and 28th, it'll be at the Chase in St. Louis, Missouri. Both nights will air on Fight TV. Trevor, where can people find you on socials so they can follow the NWA World Heavyweight Champion? On Instagram and Twitter, it's at the Real T Murdoch, and of course on Facebook. Uh, after ten years, you know, Facebook's finally given me the blue check mark and uh, made me official. So you can find me there. Wonderful, Trevor. I thank you so much for your time today. I wish you the very best of luck at NWA seventy four and beyond, and very much looking forward to seeing your match with Tyrus. Colin, thank you very much for having me, buddy. I appreciate it.